Hello everyone, my name is Moyatu Banya Kista and you're listening to Tea and Pepper Soup, the podcast. This is such a special episode for me because it is something that I constantly, constantly think about in various areas of my life. First of all, I hope everybody is doing well. I hope your summer has been going well for those of you who have summer. For those of you who have summer year-round, I hope your year has been going well. I hope your July has been going well. You see, um, I've been talking a lot to people about timing and seasons and waiting and pain and frustration. And something told me in my spirit that... It's a good time to talk about this particular topic. Um, So today I want to talk a little bit about the importance of honoring your seasons. You see, there are various seasons we go through in life and each season has its own purpose. We, uh, one of my favorite uh, biblical texts is Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one to eight, that talks about the importance of, you know, seasons. And what I really like about Ecclesiastes 1 to 8 is that it really outlines like the various types of seasons that people go through. Of course, folks who are Christians that listen to me, um, you know this, this, this verse, but even if you're not, you know, um, it's a very important verse for all of us. And I think people can walk away with a lot from it. So I'm just going to read it and then I'm going to go into why, um, Honoring our seasons is so important. So it says a time for everything. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 to 8. It says there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search, and a time to give up, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to mend, a time to be silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. So, you know, God has already outlined it to his people that there are seasons for everything. And sometimes there's really great seasons. And sometimes the season is just not great at all. Right. So today I really wanted to spend time to talk about like different type of seasons in our lives. But most importantly, how do we really honor our seasons and what does that look like? So I would like to say that There are particular seasons in each of our lives that we've all been through. There are seasons where things have gone really well, where you kind of receive open blessings, you know, doors are opening and things are working out and that job you always wanted, you got. Those business contacts started rolling in. Those, um, you got into that university, you got that answer from that law school, you passed that bar exam right? It's just like back-to-back seasons. You got married, you had children, you, you know, you got that PhD, whatever it is, it happened back-to-back. Those are kind of like your seasons of blessings, right? And I wanted to kind of break up the three uh, seasons into kind of three chunks a little bit, and then share a, a very short story of kind of um, 
a myriad of those experiences that I had. So the first is the seasons of blessings and joy. This is particularly when, as I said, blessings are being released. There are a lot of times we think that because the blessings are coming, it's a season to rest. But in fact, this is the season where you have to be alert and always be thanking God, but also be praying to protect your blessings. I think one of the mistakes we make um, as children of God is we forget that in that particular season is when you actually shouldn't be chilling and, and taking your blessings for granted. That in fact, your season of joy and blessings is where you're supposed to pour into people. I remember there was a specific season where God blessed me with a really major opportunity. Um, and I remember the very first uh, pay I received from that opportunity. God told me to bless an entire family with it, right? So imagine you're waiting on this paycheck to come and then God tells you, now nah, you got to bless that family with it. And I had to be obedient and I did. And fast forward to when I had a, a different season where blessings, quote unquote, blessings weren't necessarily coming. It was more a season of trials. God used a completely different family to bless me with the similar amount that God told me to bless into the life of a completely different family in a completely different season. I also want to talk, so that's kind of the seasons of joy and what it is and what you need to be mindful of in seasons of joy. In seasons of dryness, I like to call it seasons of dryness because literally you feel like nothing is working. Seasons of dryness, if you want to think about seasons of dryness as a time when literally nothing is happening in your life. You're like, what is going on? Why isn't? Why am I not hearing back from these opportunities? Why am I struggling in this relationship? What is going on? Like you literally feel like you cannot get a break. These are seasons of dryness. They're intentional. It's not um, like God is doing anything to punish you. They're just a season where God wants you to appreciate um, this particular season. He wants you to cry out to him. He wants you to speak more to him, right? This is a season where you feel like you really just can't get a break. Like why aren't things working out? Why do things feel dry? Why do feel still, you know, you may have gotten a type of blessing, but you feel like even the blessing, nothing is coming from it, right? It's like nothing is coming from this particular blessing. Nothing is coming from this relationship. Nothing is coming from this job. Nothing is coming from this business. You are in a season of dryness. Then I also want to talk a little bit about seasons of trial. Seasons of trial is when literally you get back-to-back challenges. There's just like these unending challenges that keep hitting you. It's like you come out of water a little bit to breathe and then all of a sudden you're back down. There's like hit after hit after hit after hit and you're just like, what is going on? I remember uh, a season of trial for me, I, w- I would say, was when I experienced back-to-back loss in my family. I remember I lost my grandma, then I lost my aunt. Then a couple of years later, maybe about seven to eight years later, I lost my father. To me, those were seasons of trials because I was literally losing people who were really close to me in my family back to back. And I kept asking God, when am I going to get a break? When is this family going to just like, you know, have seasons of joy where we seasons of blessing, where we literally stop crying, right? So seasons of trial for me look like what Ecclesiastes talks about, the season of crying. So I I would literally just constantly cry within those particular seasons. So those are the three I kind of want to highlight and then share this story about. So I remember 
Um, there was a particular season of my life where I was waiting on God for some things. And in the meantime, I really had to go through kind of these various seasons, uh, seasons of dryness, seasons of trial, and then ultimately seasons of joy. And I can remember when I returned back from working in Ghana. So I worked in Ghana for some time uh, with an international women's rights organization. And then I decided I wanted to come back to the U.S. um, to continue my career. More so, I was really interested in academia and how do I kind of bridge my activism work with academia and really spread information and the knowledge of what I had learned and still learning in kind of my activism, social entrepreneurship community work. And so when I got back, I felt like nothing was working out. I was having trouble at home, trouble in relationship, my current relationship at the time. Everything just crashed on me at that moment. And it was probably one of the darkest times in my late 20s in my life. I remember how broken I felt. I felt like a disappointment. I felt like had I made the right decision to leave Ghana to come back to the U.S., maybe I should have just continued working um, in my uh, job where I was working in Ghana, was it really the right time to come? Was it really the right season to transition from that particular space? So I was having those bouts and then I was having problems just at home, just personal problems, personal life issues that were just really weighing me down. And I felt like I was in a season of dryness and a season of trials. Like no matter what I would do within that season, I just didn't seem to catch a break. And then I remember I felt at that season, I started to become really angry with God because I was saying to God, you know, you led me to come back. But now I'm starting to second guess this process. Like, what's going on? I'm not hearing from you. Like, I just felt really down. And I remember spending time just in prayer with God one night and I was just crying out because, you know, sometimes in these seasons, The only way you can deal with the dryness is to release tears to the dry land. Um, And that's what I did. I just started to cry out to God in prayer and ask God, like, what is going on in this season? I need to hear from you. I need to hear from you. I need to see. I need to, to understand what do you want me to learn in this season? This season probably took about half of a year. You know, sometimes when we're going through things, sometimes some seasons can take 10 to 20 years. Sometimes some seasons can take a month. Sometimes some seasons can take three months. This particular season for me took about six to nine months, I would say. So you can imagine six to nine months of just back-to-back trial. No yes or nothing. No positive breakthrough on anything. Just like darkness. And it was difficult, y'all. Like I remember, and every time I talk about it, I still remember how dark it felt. But even in the darkness and even when things were not working out and things were really tough for me, God was still with me. I would finish praying and then I would just feel a sense of peace. So it's not like things outside changed, but things inside of me were changing. And that's what I really want to emphasize about trials. When you're going through trials and when you feel like things are not working, That's the season to really tune inwards and really connect with God because that's the season that God is really trying to do something in you and trying to strengthen you and build your character. You know, I remember finally when I started talking to God about kind of career moves and I said, you know, here I am, unemployed, I'm back. Yes, I have some amazing experience under my belt, but 
like, what's next? You know, I said, I really want to go into academia. I really want to build that portfolio and just grow. I said, but you know, I need to hear from you. Where do I go? And I started slowly applying. I started to apply for opportunities. And I probably must have applied for at least 70 opportunities. And I would either get a um, not yet or no, or we'll get back to you, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember one particular afternoon, there is always a suddenly moment. There is always a suddenly moment when you're going through trials, when you're going through those seasons, when God finally says, okay, it is time to transition into a season of harvest, into your season of blessing, into your season of breakthrough. And I remember one particular afternoon I was praying. And, you know, like, we shouldn't take prayer for granted. Y'all know I'm a woman of faith. So I don't do tea and pepper soup without faith. Like, God is in everything. Jesus Christ is in everything. The Holy Spirit is in everything. And so, you know, everybody ain't for everybody. everybody. And I like to say this because there are people who will listen to my podcast and be encouraged. And there are people who may listen to it and be completely turned off because maybe, you know, they don't believe in God or whatever it is. But for me, my faith is evident in everything that I do. So I don't hide it. It's very important. And I remember praying one afternoon and saying, God, you know, I just want to see you in every area of my life. And I release everything to you. And that's when things began to change. Because for so long in my season of dryness and trials, I was trying to control the hand of God. And I wasn't trying to listen to what God was really trying to teach me in that season. And you see, for those of you who know the story um, in the Bible about the Israelites, the reason why the Israelites took so much longer in the wilderness and in the dry land and in the dry place was because they did not want to be obedient to God. You see, when you're in your dry season and when you're in your season of trial, you have to be patient and you have to listen because the longer you decide to hold on and try to do things your own way, the longer it's going to take for God to really step into the situation. And that's what I learned in that season. So I remember praying that afternoon and then I, I went to sleep. I think I had called um, a particular university that God had laid on my spirit to call. And the message actually came through a family member who said, why don't you try so-and-so? And I was like, oh, I never thought of that, you know. So I said, okay, let me try them. And then the Lord started to speak to me about that particular region at the time. And then I applied for this other university that the Holy Spirit led me to. So I applied and then... I called them to check in that day. I remember I slept, I prayed, and then I took a nap. When I took the nap, I woke up. And the moment I woke up, I got a phone call, but I missed it. When I picked up the call, I was told by the same university I had called. So just some background. I called the university. I spoke to the administrator at the time. And I said, oh, I'm calling to find out, you know, about opportunities. I had sent in my CV. I haven't heard back, et cetera. And I was told, oh, we don't have any opportunities, but we'll give you a call back. And before the nap, I, I had prayed that afternoon and I went to sleep. And when I woke up, I had missed a call from the same university who I had just spoken to probably, I usually take like, I think it was like 30 minutes or so before. So I call back. And actually, I listened to the voicemail and it said, hey, Moyato, we're calling you back. We actually just realized that we do have a um, a role that's coming up for the fall semester. If you're interested, please give us a call. We'd like to interview you. So I 
in that moment, I was just like, my goodness, this is the same university I just spoke to like 30-something minutes ago. So I got on the call, and I called them back. And long story short, they decided to call me in for an interview, and I was offered a job on the spot. You see, one of the biggest things I learned in that season was God is always going to take us through different seasons. And it is important to pay attention to what God wants us to learn in different seasons of our life instead of trying to rush to get to the good stuff, right? Our lives are a process. We are constantly going to be in a process. We are constantly going to be in motion in different seasons. And most seasons are not necessarily going to be seasons of blessings. That's just how life works. And there's a reason why, because God has to build our character. He has to build our spiritual character and he has to build our character as people. Imagine if we always had seasons of blessings and there was always things that were done. How spoiled would we be as a people? How spoiled would we be? Would we even care about who God was if we always had seasons of blessings? Absolutely not. We wouldn't even care to know who God is. We wouldn't care to know to worship God, we we wouldn't care. And that's the biggest thing I learned in that season is the importance of relationship. Because as much as I was going through a really tough time, I would just talk to God. And me and God just developed such an intimate relationship in that season that even when I talk about it, I remember how tangible the encounters were that I would have with God. So I wanted to really talk about, you know, what do we do in our seasons of dryness? What do we do in our seasons of joy? What do we do in our seasons of trials so that we are truly honoring the seasons that God has us in? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? The first thing I want to talk about is the importance of constant communication with God. If you're a person of faith, you understand the importance of prayer and you understand, you know, sometimes people think prayer is just like, you know, something that's, you know, maybe you stand and you kneel down and no, prayer is just having that open pathway with God and constantly communicating how you're feeling. Prayer doesn't have to be dressed up. Prayer doesn't have to be rehearsed. Prayer doesn't have to be planned. It's a constant open pathway with God. So the first thing is like, talk to God in your seasons, whether it's your season of trial, whether it's your season of dryness, whether it's your seasons of breakthrough and blessings, continuously talking to God. Ask God, what are you trying to teach me in this season? Who do you want me to bless in this season? Right? You see, even when God releases the blessings, even when God released the blessing for me, I didn't take it for granted, right? I I operated within that assignment space. I taught within that space um, for about four years. And there were so many things that God had called me to do in that season for different people, whether it was within um, that university or just people in my life that I needed to pay close attention to, which is why I was saying, even when you receive the blessing and you're in your season of blessing, you have to be alert to what God is trying to teach you and who God is trying to, to, to have you bless. Because the season of blessing is not about us. You know, that's one of the things I learned that even when we are blessed, 
Even when God releases blessings to us, we have to say, God, who is this blessing for? Yes, you will partake. God's will for us is to enjoy our blessings and is to enjoy our time here on earth. But we know that this is a short time. We know that there is eternity in heaven waiting for us. But whilst we are here, when God releases blessings, he does want us to enjoy it. But he doesn't want us to take our focus off of him during our seasons of blessings. And the only way we do that is to talk to him constantly. And most, it's even so, just as important to talk to God during your seasons of trial and dryness. I can remember the type of conversations I had with God in my various different seasons of trials where I would cry out to him and ask him for things. And then years later, those prayers would be answered. And then I would forget completely. And then God would say, you remember the time you were praying to me about this and you received it. So there is power in talking to God. The second thing I want to say is learn your spiritual seasonal calendar. This is, I think, one of the things that sometimes gets people into trouble. Because when you don't learn to honor and embrace your season, you start to look at other people. But when you know your spiritual seasonal calendar, what are the seasons that God usually blesses me? What are the seasons where I usually have trials, right? So there are certain seasons where there are seasons of sowing, where things feel dry where things are not moving. But those are the seasons you're supposed to be sowing. Those are the seasons you're supposed to be connecting more with God and God's people and people who God wants you to bless. And then there are seasons of harvest in your life, but everybody has a different calendar and you have to tune in to know when are those seasons of blessings so that you prepare for them? When are the seasons of challenges so that you prepare for them? Right. So know your seasonal calendar, know your spiritual seasonal calendar. There's time to plant your seeds. There's time to water your seeds. There's time to nourish the seeds. There's time to watch the seeds grow. And there's time when the seeds finally blossom. Right. So there's different seasons for everything. Right. And then there's kind of the harvest, the blossoming season. So it's important to really learn and ask God, you know, what season am I in right now? And then just slowly record it. You'll see patterns. You'll say, okay, like, okay, seems like January through so-and-so is usually time when this happens in my life or good things are pouring out. So-and-so time is when, right? Um, The second thing is just wait on God. The third thing, sorry, is wait on God, right? Wait on God. You know, what does it really mean to wait on God? It means that we are patient. It means that we're not complaining in the season, which can be difficult. You know, God knows that. Like, he knows that sometimes it's just difficult to to not complain or to not, you know, like, fuss or to not be frustrated. And we thank God for grace. But we wait on him. We don't take steps before God. We just wait. And when God tells you don't do something, don't do it. When he tells you to wait, you wait. And this applies in everything, in career, in life, in relationships in family, in business. when I mean, when God tells you to wait on something, wait. Don't try to do it in your own strength. He knows why. The fourth thing is trust in God. So trusting in God means we depend on God wholeheartedly. We don't doubt. And when we pray, when you ask for something, you believe that it has already been done. And I think faith is something that I think a lot of, a lot of us struggle with because the world that we live in is such a microwavable society 
that we want everything to happen on our own watch. So what usually happens is sometimes we 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 may pray about something and then we say, oh, well, is that ever going to happen? You know, is that child ever going to come or is that job ever going to come or is that friendship ever going to get restored? Then you start doubting. Then it's like God is looking at us like, well, my daughter, my son doesn't trust me 100%, right? And we know, um, according to the Bible, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So faith is the number one bridge to connect to God. So it's important that when we're going through tough times, or even when we're going through the blessing seasons, that we continuously put our trust in God. And trusting in God also means not trusting in human beings. I think it's really important to not lean on human beings um, for, you know, it's okay to call people who can give you godly advice, um, but take your problems first to God before you take them to anybody. You know, I can't tell you how many times when I spend time with God and I finish praying, how much more peace I feel at than when I pick up the phone and sometimes call people. I feel more anxious. And I've learned more and more in this season the importance of being quiet and being still and just trusting God and and everything that God is is up to and what he is about to do, right? Um, The other thing I think we don't spend a lot of time talking about, whether it's in your seasons of trials and dryness or in your seasons of blessings and breakthroughs and harvest, is the importance of thanksgiving. And this is... um, you know, the, the fifth point I have, which is, you know, thank God. Thank God. is Thanking God is one of the most important ways to honor the seasons that we're in. You know, sometimes to people, it may sound crazy. It may sound crazy. But as a Christian, one of the things the Bible says is consider it pure joy. Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds, right? God is telling us that trials actually are important because they pivot you into blessing trials pivot you into testimonies so if you don't have trials how can you appreciate the next season when the blessings start to pour you don't appreciate it right so thank god it it is important to exercise and have a spirit of thanksgiving you know in the joyful times we think it's the only time to thank god but in fact it is important to thank god in the seasons where we're down and out like when you're crying face flat on the floor and you feel like you can't take any more of of the attacks that are coming or the trials that are coming or the challenges. That's when you're supposed to prostrate your heart of thanksgiving to God, because that's when he really sees that, you know what? My child understands the principles of honoring their season. They understand that this too shall pass, that this is just a season and there will come a time when they will rejoice. There will come a time when they're their, their trial season will become a testimony for my people. You see, when I was talking about sowing into people's lives, I wasn't just talking about money. I was also talking about the fact that in your seasons of blessings, you bless other people. Do you know how many times people reach out to me and say things like, you're such an inspiration to me. And I know what that means because it's not about me. It is about the God that is within me. And it is about how God is operating in my life. There's some people I look at and I'm like, oh my goodness, this person is such a blessing. The other day I was looking at something a sister was doing and she was just praising God for what he had done in her life. And I remember just praising God right along with her. You see, even when you are going through seasons of sorrow and seasons of trial, you got to thank God for other people's life. 
And that's how God builds spiritual character. And you know, that's how the enemy doesn't enter into your life with envy. Because when you don't honor your seasons, it's very easy for the enemy to bring distractions into your life. And the enemy to bring something into your life to make you feel down or to make you feel like, well, it's never going to happen for you. Maybe you see somebody else getting married. Maybe you see somebody else having children. Maybe you see somebody else getting promoted at work. Maybe you see somebody else getting that six-figure salary. Maybe you see somebody else getting elevated in ministry. Maybe you see somebody else displaying the gifts that God has given them. And you keep asking God, when is my time going to come to place? You see, God wants us to be thankful in these seasons, not only for ourselves, but he wants us to be thankful for other people when the blessing is happening in their lives. That is how blessings unlock in our lives. So remember this, that when you're honoring your season, it is important to honor the seasons of others as well. Honor the seasons of others. I know I wasn't going to add a six, but I just, in my spirit, felt like I needed to say that. Honor the seasons of others. When people are going through trials, pray for them. Pray through them. Even if you're going through your own trial, pray for them. There is nothing more powerful than being an intercessor for somebody and blessing somebody else. When you're going through, sometimes when you're going through the worst thing is when God will test you. I can't tell you how many times I'm down and out. I'm frustrated. I'm disappointed. And I get a call to say, hey, Muyatu, I really need you to like help me review this CV. <laughs> like I'm like, girl, I remember those seasons where it's like, I'm in need of somebody to review a CV for me. And somebody calls me and says, I need you to help to, to review a CV for me. I need to, to, to hear some mentorship from you. I need to, can you give me some tips on branding and this and that? Can you pray for me, Moyatu? And these are times when I'm down and I need a word. But that's when God tests us the most. So honor the season, your season, but also understand and honor the seasons of others. When people are celebrating, but you're having a down season, learn to celebrate with them. I know it's difficult sometimes for some of us. I know. I know, you know, sometimes people try to think it's easy to say be happy for people. It actually is, but sometimes it can be difficult because when you're going through things, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's not even about envy. Envy is, is its own thing. But sometimes it's just difficult because you're so focused on your own sadness and what's happening that you can't even focus on what's happening for other people. But let me tell you, the moment you start to praise God for other people's lives, even when maybe you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, you'll see how God shows up when your season comes. So it's important to keep these things in mind. And I just wanted to like drop this, you know, as we slowly kind of get ready to um, end this season. You know, God has just been laying on my heart that it's important to honor our seasons. It's important to, to thank him for what he's doing in our lives. It's important to just give him glory, even when things seem dark, when things seem dim, when things seem as if like, is this ever going to happen? That's when you're supposed to honor God. That's when you're supposed to talk to him, wait on him, learn about yourself, learn about your character. I can't tell you how much character I've built in certain seasons. Characters of patience. I know God is still working on my patience, but my character of patience 
several seasons ago to my character of patience now has definitely grown. My character of grace, how I extend grace to other people, has definitely grown because of the grace that God has extended to me. My character of forgiveness, right? There were seasons where I would be so bitter towards certain people because of what they've done to me. But God has has worked so much on me to break certain things away where I don't let certain things get to me anymore. And if it wasn't for those seasons, I wouldn't have built that character, right? So even talking about like the benefits of, of these seasons, your character, you build character, you build a stronger relationship with God, you understand um, the, you, you gain maturity, spiritual maturity about seasons. And you learn that, you know what, as much as this may be painful, as much as what is happening now is tough, you know, I know what I need to do to make sure that when it's time to receive, I am ready. But most importantly, what I need to learn in those challenging seasons, I'm learning. So I just wanted to really encourage those of you who may feel like you're in a really hard place right now. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what door is about to open, but you just feel really down and, and, and kind of taken out that, you know, like it's just a season. It's just a season. And you know, there will come a time when the season will pass and it's going to be all right. It's really going to be okay. So, you know, um, I just want to thank everybody for listening in today. It's been a great episode. Um, we did have one question that I wanted to get to before we close. Um, the question came from a sister who she wants to know, hey, I'm in between jobs right now and I'm starting to lose faith. I feel like everything I do has not been yielding anything. And I feel like I've been praying and calling out to God, but really nothing has worked out. I used to work in a development work for some time and I decided that it was time to kind of do my own thing and switch. But now nothing has really come to fruition. The first thing I want to say is understand that you are in a season and you know, talk to God about what that season is. Maybe this is a season where God wants you to rest because he's working on something for you. But maybe this is the season where you're supposed to think of like picking up some things to build um, some skills that maybe you need to build, right? Maybe look at your CV and see, okay, where am I trying to go? What am I trying to do next? Do I have the skills? Maybe look at those job opportunities that you're looking at and see what they actually require and ask yourself the question, do I have what it takes? And if you don't, maybe it's about taking some online classes. Maybe it's about getting a new mentor. Maybe it's about going to some networking opportunities, right? And events. So I just wanted to leave that with you that all will be well, that this is in fact a season and it is time for you to kind of seek God and ask, what are you supposed to be doing in this season? But don't give up because it definitely will turn around at some point. So thank you all for listening in. As always, it's just been a pleasure. This season has been amazing. And we're coming close to an end. We'll have our final release episode um, this month um, as well, which is more of like a see y'all later episode. But it's been great. Thank you for listening to Tea and Pepper Soup. Thank y'all. Um, thank you for those of you who've been listening on the website, www.moyatubania.com. For those of you who tune in on iTunes, don't forget to leave us a review and a rating. You know, thank you to um, my co-producer, Kojo, who's been like super just on on board with just helping out with just everything, mixing, producing, etc. And, you know, definitely check us out also on Spotify. We have a Spotify um, channel as well, so you can listen to the episodes there. 
and stay tuned leave us reviews leave us ratings on itunes and this again is moya to and you are listening to